educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. It's uh, 509 on Wednesday, June 28th. Boy, it's a scorcher out there. Feels a lot like summer. Bring it on, right? We'll, uh, we don't mind the little heat. Summer is literally my favorite season of the year. Yeah. I mean, it helps that like my birthday's in the summer, but I've just always loved summer. I like I'd rather be warm than cold. Yeah, absolutely. Say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire for the Dan Parsons show. Yeah, I'm I'm same way. You know. Yeah. We'll be complaining here uh, come August that it's too hot, but uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing though. Regardless of the season, as long as you and I are working together here for Dan Parsons show, we will always. Have a Dan good time. Dan good time. That's right. Uh, well, remember, you can always catch us. Uh, if you missed the live uh, version of the show, you can always catch us uh, on demand on your favorite podcast platform or just go to KLAN.com. Um, yeah, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're, uh, that's where we like to continue the conversation after we, we talk with you live here on the show. Uh, uh, I was posting some things last night uh, on the Twitter page. As, as we talked last night, uh, uh, Twitter is kind of my social media uh, platform of choice. That's where I've lived most of my uh, social media days. And uh, so, yeah, check us out, the Dan Parsons Show on Twitter. Uh, what do we have now? Let's see. 155. It's going to take us a while uh, to get up to uh, 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 numbers uh, like I have over on uh, uh, ask Dan the PR man, but uh, yeah, so uh, got to spend some time uh, last night with Chef Kevin because it was his birthday. So we uh, we had us a uh, an adult beverage down at Yaya's and a slice, and got to see a little bit of uh, uh, Jazz in June, which uh, I also posted on there a live uh, 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 video of Jazz in June. Oh my goodness! I tell you what. Uh, they sent us off uh, the last, that was the last show of the 23 season of Jazz in June last night. And boy, let me tell you, they did not disappoint. Uh, two-time Grammy award-winning uh, Terrence Simeon and the Zydeco experience. Boy, they had people rocking and rolling and uh, and uh, it was a really fun time. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, up on the Twitter page along with, uh, of course, uh, last night's show, uh, with Krista Yoakum, chair of the county board. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, follow us on the Twitter page and the Facebook page and uh, interact with us there. Well, coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, it's our Thursday edition, uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable. And uh, tomorrow we'll be featuring uh, Derek Fireherm. Uh, Derek is the vice president of operations and development for the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. And, um, uh, and a very special guest in the second half of the show tomorrow, uh, Colonel John Williams, uh, commander of the 155th Air Refueling Wing of the Nebraska Air National Guard. And uh, so you can imagine, uh, or you can guess, what our topic is uh, uh, if those two uh, guests don't give you the clue. But uh, uh, we're going to be talking about the air show, the Guardians of Freedom Air Show, which uh, is coming to Lincoln uh, later this summer, August 26th and 27th. Uh, the Blue Angels, uh, the Navy uh, uh, fighter pilots uh, in their incredible show, and, of course, many, many other uh, things that fly <laughs> in the air show uh, coming up on August 26th and 27th. So we're going to talk about that with Derek and uh, Colonel Williams tomorrow. 
So that don't miss that. Uh, that'll be a good show. Um, well, I was talking to Johnny on the on the on the pre uh, show. You know, we always get to talk about uh, show prep and what's coming up on the show, and um, <clears throat> and one of the fun uh, and humorous. Uh, Things that Johnny and I, uh, Johnny's been ribbing me uh, the past few weeks because every time I, I try to uh, remember how many uh, how many shows I've done or how many weeks I've been doing this, I I way underestimate. Uh, that's because I'm having so much fun, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you can't it, time deny is just that. flying by. Um, but here's my calculations. I've been in front of this mic, and by the way, is it in front of the mic or behind the mic? I'd say behind the mic. So why is that? But I don't know. Because I always hear that too. Uh, such and such is behind the mic. Well, what? What if I'm behind it? I, how I'll, am I talking into the mic? I mean, I'll say it from my perspective of where I stand as producer. If, when I'm looking at you, you are behind the mic. You are not okay. between me and your microphone. Okay. So. But as I face the mic, I'm in front of the mic. Yeah. I mean, I think either or in this case. <laughs> That's our dilemma for the day, Johnny. Is it yeah. behind the mic or in front of the mic? But after a solid three weeks of you working here, that <laughs> so here's my calculations uh, of how long I've been in front of this microphone. Uh, nine weeks, uh, roughly, give or take, roughly yes. forty shows. Yep. Is that is that mesh with your calculations? Uh, yes, producer? it does. Yes, okay. it does. All right, because uh, I started May first. Uh, which was the day before the city elections. I remember that. So, uh, uh, but I've said from the beginning uh, that what we hope to attain uh, with this uh, radio show is, uh, as as big voice announcer reminds us every day, uh, educate, inform, and entertain. Uh, not the shouting. This may be a little different. And uh, if you've been listening for the last nine weeks, you kind of figured that out. There's not a lot of shouting. Not a lot of grandstanding. Um, you know, I feel like uh, uh, my personality is I want to build up instead of tear down. Uh, truth over tribalism. Um, principles over partisan partisanship. Uh, you know, it's that, to me, uh, the, the audience that, we're, that I'm trying to, to talk to on this show, uh, I would define politically as the middle right and middle left. It's the chunk of uh, voters and uh, the culture that I think most of us live. And that doesn't mean the people on the far right and the people on the far left don't also uh, have a voice and, and hopefully uh, give us a shot of uh, what's going on here on the Dan Parsons show. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of sticking in that middle uh, alley uh, of people that where I think uh, most of most Nebraskans and most uh, people in the country, frankly, uh, live. And, and that doesn't mean that, <clears throat> And that doesn't mean that if you have an R behind your name or a D behind your name or an I behind your name, uh, that you don't fit into that. Um, and so, anyway, that's what we've been trying to uh, uh, to do the past nine weeks. And, uh, you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback and um, uh, from friends and business colleagues and uh, and just being out and about uh, town. Like last night in Jazz in June, I had a couple people come up and mention that they listened to the show and... Uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, I've, I've been a little bit stunned uh, on the reach of this radio station into this community. Uh, and so anyone who says that local radio has seen better days, uh, you're not paying attention. I have uh, a question for you. Yes, sir. Do you ever have anyone approach you when I'm not around you and mention that they have a damn good time listening to the show? <laughs> not, yet. That, that, not yet. Not yet. I'm sure it will happen. But... Well, you should TM that. 
You should trademark that because I'd never heard that term uh, all true. the years that I've been uh, Dan Parsons. Your whole life. My whole dang life. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, you should coin that. And, Maybe. Well, you have coined it. You should trademark it. Well, there you go. We'll get, we'll get our trademark <laughs> get attorney royalties. in here. <laughs> yeah, put a little TM on that every time uh, we say it. We'll ring a bell every time you say it. And so, uh, uh, but no, uh, the reach of this radio station uh, in this community is uh, really, uh, I mean, I think I've known that. Uh, I've listened to this station all my life. Um, uh, but it, it, it's uh, it's quite a reach. And uh, uh, just real quick, uh, before we go to break, the story that reminded me of that, um, and I think we mentioned it on the air before, uh, Congressman uh, Mike Flood's uh, staff was at uh, a high school here in town, and uh, somebody said, oh yeah, I heard uh, the congressman on the Dan Parsons show. I think they were talking to a principal or uh, some administrator. And a custodian was walking by and said, oh, yeah, the Dan Parsons show. I listen to that all the time. So, anyway, uh, that uh, that shows you the reach of this radio station. And, uh, frankly, I'm humbled uh, that I get to be either in front or behind this mic. So, well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back after these short messages here on 1499.3 KLIN. Listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN, and welcome back to the Wednesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. Uh, remember, you can catch us anytime you like on your favorite podcast platform or on just go to klin.com. Um, well, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, Lincoln Business Roundtable uh, uh, will feature Derek Fireherm. Uh, Derek's with the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and uh, Derek's in charge of all of the promotion and and uh, with the air show this summer. And uh, so we're going to be talking about the, the Guardians of Freedom Air Show, uh, which is going to fly into town August 26th and 27th. And uh, and joining us uh, in the second half of the show tomorrow, uh, Colonel John Williams, uh, commander of the 155th Air Refueling Wing of the Nebraska Air National Guard. And so uh, maybe we'll uh, virtually take off in, in a fast jet. And uh, that's what we should do, Johnny. We should uh, uh, take a jet ride. And uh, maybe, I can, maybe I can line that up for us. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. That'd be incredible. Wouldn't that be fun? So anyway, that's tomorrow's show. Don't miss that. Uh, well, just looking at the headlines uh, today, there is some political news here in Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska U.S. Senator Deb Fisher kicked off her campaign for a third term in the United States Senate today, uh, surrounded by a crowd of Republican office holders and supporters at the Capitol, uh, the state Capitol here in uh, Lincoln, uh, the state, uh, the state's senior senator. Uh, made the announcement in the rotunda. Uh, she was joined by current Governor Jim Pillen and former Governors Dave Heineman uh, and Kay Orr, uh, as well as uh, U.S. Congressman Don Bacon. And uh, so Senator Fisher is, uh, according to Lincoln Journal Star, she's 72, uh, and she will be the first Nebraska senator to seek a third term since uh, the late Jim Exon. Wow. Uh, and Senator Exxon was reelected in uh, uh, in 19. Wait, I'm reading this wrong. She'll be the first Nebraska senator to seek a third term since the late Senator Jim Alex uh, Jim Exxon, yes, was reelected in 1990. Boy, that seems like a long time ago. Um, uh, a Republican, uh, Senator Fisher, was first elected to the Senate in 2012, 
and won re-election in 28. So congratulations to Senator Fisher for making that announcement. Um, uh, the story goes on to read, two years ago, she announced that she planned to seek re-election so she could leverage her seniority uh, to become more effective as a senator. Uh, she said she wants to get things done. Uh, but the, this morning in her announcement, she touted her record as a conservative, fighting for limited government uh, and conservative values while making sure that Nebraskans uh, get its fair share of federal support for needed projects. Um, she holds a seat on the Armed Services Committee, the Agriculture Committee, and the Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. Um, Senator Fisher grew up here in Lincoln, and uh, as you probably know, she uh, uh, she uh, moved to Valentine, uh, got married, moved to Valentine, and her and her husband and uh, raised a family out there and uh, served on the Valentine uh, School Board. Uh, but uh, most of us know uh, Senator Fisher uh, when she was a state senator. Uh, she was elected to the state legislature in uh, 2008, and uh, she chaired the uh, Transportation Committee uh, and was instrumental in getting uh, a lot of major road funding uh, passed in the legislature. Uh, ten years ago, she won a come-from-behind election against then-Attorney General John Bruning, and State Treasurer Don Stenberg in a bid for the Republican nomination for a seat in the U.S. Senate. So, um, later in the in the show, in the second half, uh, I'm going to give, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines, and I'm going to give all of you a chance to uh, uh, to uh, help me tell my stories. And uh, you get to pick which stories you'd like me to drone on about here uh, in front of the microphone. Uh, in the second half of the show, and one of those choices is uh, the time I spent uh, working for Don Stenberg, and uh, so I was involved in that. Uh, uh, I wasn't working for Don in the in the Attorney General's office uh, ten years ago, but uh, uh, I did help uh, in that Senate race uh, that he ended up losing to now uh, Senator uh, Deb Fisher. So anyway, small state. Um, you get lots of opportunities, especially when you've been around as long as I have. So anyway, um, that's coming up uh, in the second half of the show here today. We'll I'll drone on about some stories. But here is, uh, I wanted to tell this story. You, you've heard me talk about uh, kind of my Watergate days and my uh, Nixon days when I was just a punk kid uh, growing up uh, in and around Lincoln. And uh, it reminded me that uh, the first time that I voted, uh, for not for uh, a political vote, but for the All Star Game, the Major League All Star Game. So, kids, uh, fans of baseball, you have until tomorrow uh, to uh, cast your vote uh, for the All Stars. Uh, the All Star ballot uh, closes uh, tomorrow, so you've got one more day. And I remember as a ten-year-old kid, uh, a uh, it was either a coach. You know, I played Sandlot. Uh, baseball and uh, I was terrible I wasn't no good um, but I remember I distinctly remember is either somebody's dad or maybe a older brother handing me and again I, I, I distinctly remember I was 10 years old um, handing me a ballot for the all-star game and that really uh, to this day uh, cinched my interest in uh, Major League Baseball, any baseball, college baseball. And so from that day on, uh, I've really been a baseball fan. And it, it took that person, it just took that person, a caring adult, 
recognizing that this kid really didn't have any talent on the baseball diamond, um, but uh, in, instead encouraging me to uh, to be a fan of baseball. So, um, so anyway, go to uh, mlb.com slash all-star ballot, uh, and you can cast your vote uh, for your favorite all-star. And uh, so anyway, just a great summer tradition. Uh, I hope to get out to a... Uh, uh, salt dogs game and been to a salt dog game yet uh, this summer i hope to get out there uh, yet this summer and i hope to later this fall uh take my grandson i promised my grandson who lives in uh, texas that i'm going to pick him up uh and we're going to go to a, a major league baseball game sometime this fall so that will be fun um yeah so check that out um so coming up uh, like i said after the news in the second half of the show uh, i'm going to give you some choices uh, so get your dialing fingers ready uh, uh 402-479-1400 uh, call or text and uh, so the question is um what era of my life do you want to hear a story the nixon era uh the reagan uh K-Or era uh the dave carnes uh, state chamber era, uh, the Don Stenberg attorney general office era, or uh, more recently, uh, the public relations uh, podcast era. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I hear from people from time to time that um, they want to know a little bit more about my background and what I've done the past uh, a few decades here in this state. And uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I have stories for all of those uh, categories. So uh, so if you want to hear a story, uh, get your dialing figures ready or your text uh, thumbs ready and, and chime in. So uh, we'll do that when we come back after the break. So we'll do this break uh, for news, and we'll be right back here on 1499.3 KLIN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out everything that's why shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online in person and everywhere else sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling it's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want so when you're ready to bring your idea to life power it up with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen educating informing entertaining the dan parsons show on 1499.3 klin that's what we aim to do every darn day five to six uh, monday through friday here on klin is uh educate inform and entertain some days all three at the same time hopefully uh well welcome back uh, the wednesday edition and uh, remember if you miss uh, anything you can always rewind on uh, your favorite podcast platform and uh, or just go to klin.com you can find us there or you can do the live stream if you're not in front of your radio uh, you can always catch us uh, on klin.com well, coming up uh, on tomorrow's show, I'm really excited. It's our Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, every Thursday, we invite uh, some of the leaders in the business community to come in and uh, 
uh, talk about what's going on. And uh, uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to feature Derek Fireherm. Uh, Derek is the Vice President of Operations and Development uh, at the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and Derek is in charge of um, the promotions and everything that you want to know about the, the air show coming up this summer. Now, the Guardians of Freedom Air Show will be here in Lincoln uh, August 26th and 27th. Uh, also, it's um, uh, it's Navy Week, uh, and there would be a lot of sailors in town uh, that week doing uh, some work, uh, philanthropy work, and uh, food bank, and uh, boys and girls clubs. And uh, uh, so, anyway, it's a big week uh, in August. And joining Derek to talk about the air show, a very special guest, uh, Colonel John Williams. Uh, and Colonel Williams is the commander of the 155th air refueling wing uh, at the Nebraska Air National Guard. So so catch that tomorrow, and uh, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Well, before the break, I mentioned that uh, if you want me to tell stories, uh, today's the day. It's uh, Dan Tells Story Day, and uh, Dan Tells Stories uh, Day. And Cammy uh, texted in, by the way, 402-479-1400. You can either call or text. Uh, and Cammy said... Uh, uh, she wanted to know uh, if if I had a story about Kay and uh, and her late husband Bill or and uh, so yeah I'll tell a story of uh, about Kay and Bill. Um, uh, well, first of all, how I got my start. So I was just a punk kid, just right out of college, and uh, well, actually my last year of college, and uh, there was a gubernatorial race, uh, and uh, uh, there was uh, uh, the very first in the nation. Uh, race between uh, two females uh, for governor. Uh, Kay Orr, uh, who was, uh, I believe she had just finished her time as state treasurer for the state, and uh, Helen Busalis, uh, who was, and again, Kay may have still been state treasurer. I forget if she had finished her uh, term as state treasurer, and Helen Busalis uh, was either still mayor or just finished her term as mayor of Lincoln. And so those two faced off in the general election, uh, the first, uh, so that would have been 1986. The election uh, was held in November of 1986. So I was just finishing college, just a young punk uh, out of college, and I, uh, I, I wanted to get involved in politics. Uh, uh, I knew that uh, that's. Uh, I, I studied political science early in my college career, and <clears throat> I think I've told that story that uh, I was asking some of my classmates. Uh, oh, about my junior year, it's like, well, what are you going to do after college with your political science degree? And uh, the two most common answers were uh, uh, law school or grad school. And it's like, you know, I don't really like this college stuff. I don't think I want to do, sign up for another uh, three or four years. So anyway, I switched my major to uh, uh, to journalism. And so that's where I finished was in journalism. But anyway, I knew I, I, I had a passion uh, for politics. So I literally knocked on the door as a volunteer. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, had this great uh, education in journalism and writing, and I thought, oh, man, turn me loose. I get to write all kinds of things and speeches, and and uh, and uh, the communications director for uh, Kay's uh, campaign, uh, dear friend Barry Kennedy, who went on to uh, run the state chamber, um, said, yeah, kid, uh, there's a pile of uh, letters. Start stuffing them. <laughs> So that was my start. But Kay, uh, Kay won that election, became the, the first uh, female uh, governor in the history of the state of Nebraska, and uh, 
uh, and her husband Bill was an insurance uh, executive here in town. Uh, and Bill was a character. Bill was a just boy. What a what a pair they were. And uh, of course, Bill passed a, a few years back. And uh, Kay still involved in in campaigns and elections. In fact, I just saw her picture. We mentioned that Senator um, Fisher just announced her uh, bid for reelection, and and standing next to her was uh, former Governor Kay Orr. So yeah. So thanks, Cammy. I and there's lots of other stories I could tell from that campaign, but. Uh, um, yeah, those were good days. Uh, so yeah, if you've got a, if you have a favorite era of my political past, and it's not all politics, but here's, here's your choices. 402-479-1400, text or call. Uh, I've talked quite a bit about the Nixon era when I was the 10 year old punk, uh, growing up, uh, near Lincoln and uh, became fascinated with Watergate. And, and so if you want to hear that story again, I'm happy to tell that. Uh, and then by the time I got to college, uh, you know, I was a Reagan Republican and then became a K-Or Republican. And, and so that was kind of my college days. Uh, and then after college and, and uh, after K got elected, um, uh, I was trying to get a job, uh, as most college grads uh, were trying to do in those days. And, and again, I knew I wanted to be involved in politics. So the next phase of my life was uh, Dave Carnes, the United States senator who was appointed by uh, Governor Orr uh, to fill out the term of Ed Zerinsky, who uh, died of a heart attack suddenly. And so um, uh, literally uh, weeks into her term as governor, uh, Governor Kay Orr got to pick the next United States Senator from Nebraska. Uh, and she picked this uh, uh, 40-something-year-old attorney from Omaha, uh, uh, fairly unknown, uh, by the name of Dave Carnes. Uh, so I worked for Dave Carnes uh, uh, in the United States Senate. And uh, shortly after that, <clears throat> I worked, uh, that's when I was uh, communications director and vice president at the uh, Nebraska Chamber of Commerce and Industry. So there, there's another bucket. If you want to hear some stories about Dave Carnes, uh, United States Senator, even if you don't remember Dave, and uh, believe me, I've got some stories to tell uh, as a young punk on the United States Senate staff, uh, and then later uh, working in the state chamber. So there's another bucket of stories. And then after that, I worked in the Attorney General's office uh, for Don Stenberg, uh, was communications director. Actually, the very first uh, we created that position when Don took office. And, and so I spent uh, six years in the Attorney General's office, uh, 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 helped, um, uh, helped create the narrative of, uh, uh, of Nebraska using the death penalty. Uh, I was the spokesperson and uh, was around for uh, three executions. And... Um, so uh, Don ran on a, a platform of tough law and order, and so uh, uh, I got the privilege of uh, doing speech writing, lobbying, uh, uh, basically communications communications director at the in the attorney general's office. Uh, I remember uh, distinctly that uh, uh, when I came in and, and Don hired me and. All these attorneys like, well, who's this punk? And where's his law degree? <laughs> and uh, so anyway, that uh, that was my days there. And and so the other bucket of stories, uh, uh, then uh, you know the past uh, a few years that I've uh, owned my own public relations firm and uh, become a podcaster and now a radio broadcaster. So uh, yeah, there's some stories uh, uh, to tell. One story. Here's here's one you can choose from. Uh, uh, I, I have a very uh, humorous story. Uh, let's see, how can I say this without giving it away? I, I was confused uh, when I took a call from a reporter of where the reporter was from. 
and uh, early in my career. And so, if you'd like to, if you'd like to hear that story, uh, you talk about a a young uh, person just starting out their uh, career in communications, working with the news media. I made a fairly major foopaw of who I was uh, talking to, and. Uh, so, so everybody should text in on that story because I want to hear it. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, I don't know if you're taking your producer's opinion, yeah. but I want to hear it. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, if nobody chimes in, uh, uh, don't be bashful. Yeah. It's. Um, yeah. It, it was. I, and it took me years to be able to actually tell the story because it was so embarrassing. But uh, um, and, 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 I mean, it wasn't that embarrassing. Uh, I still, I still did my job, and I still got. Uh, quoted in this newspaper. I, I just uh, started off on the wrong foot uh, in talking to the reporter. So, uh, yeah, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Talk, uh, talk over text. Uh, we have a uh, Chris Lofgren in the background saying he also wants to hear the story. Okay. Do, do I have time to tell this? How long do I have? Johnny? Oh, we, we're going to break in a little less than a minute. So maybe when we come back, all right, it might well, be how we come back into. The okay, show. we'll do that. Thank you. Um, but yes, uh, so. Th- yeah, I've I've had a a very vibrant uh, career in this state, and uh, um, you know, working with a lot of politicians, locking, working with a lot of business leaders, and uh, so yeah, uh, I I'm at a point now in my career that uh, uh, there's not a lot of people that uh, uh, that really care <laughs> that I tell those stories anymore because some some aren't even around anymore. Let's face it. Uh, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I, and, and the NDAs have probably uh, timed out by now uh, if I had any uh, restrictions legally to tell any of these stories. So, <laughs> uh, well, listen, let's uh, take this quick break and we'll be right back after this short message here on, on 1499 3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499 3 KLIN. Okay, welcome back to story time. Uh, and Chris Lofgren is joining us because Chris was dying to. Uh, I got to see this in person. Yeah, to chime in. Okay, so here's the story. <laughs> um, and 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 again, uh, yeah, it, I think the statute of limitations have run out. Um, so I was. I didn't list this. I don't often because it was such a short time of uh, of my political career. Uh, but in between uh, working for uh, Senator K- Dave Carnes uh, in the state chamber. Uh, I I worked for the Nebraska Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was communications director for the Nebraska Republican Party. Yeah. And at that time, uh, the reason I uh, needed a new job is because uh, Bob Carey helped put me out of my old job. <laughs> uh, Bob Carey did not uh, choose to run for governor again. Instead, he ran for that uh, U.S. Senate seat uh, against Dave Carnes, who was appointed by Kay Orr. And... Um, and Bob Carey kicked our butts and uh, sent us all packing, so we were all looking for jobs, right? So I was hired as communications director for a short time for the uh, Nebraska Republican Party. And so it was my job, one of my jobs, was to uh, uh, make uh, the new senator's uh, life a little uneasy and, and <laughs> sure. cranking out uh, news releases and and uh, complaining about something that he was doing or not doing in Washington. And so uh, uh, we had, I don't even remember what the topic was, it doesn't matter now, but I'd, I'd put out a news release uh, complaining about something that Senator Kerry was doing in Washington. And the receptionist said, Dan, uh, there's call on line one. There's a reporter uh, that saw your news release and, and wants to talk to you about this issue. And um, 
And I th- I heard her say it's the York News Times, the York News Times, yeah. uh, one of uh, 12 daily newspapers in Nebraska. I'm not sure if they're still a daily newspaper. So I pick up the phone to talk to the reporter at the York News Times. Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty fair, right? Sure. Uh, quickly, uh, probably about 30 seconds into this conversation, I'm thinking, damn, they've got some pretty good reporters there at the York News Times. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, this, this, they're hard hitting. It's like, what about this? And what about that? Um, it was not the York News Times. It was the New York New Times. New York Times. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And, and so here I am, you know, one of my first days on the job. And uh, uh, but 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 the good news is I recovered. Uh, you can I don't know if you can still find stories back then, but yeah, that was the first time I was uh, quoted in the New York Times. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh boy, I, I could easily see that happening. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now whether the reset, I never did uh, go back and uh, berate anybody. It was totally on me. Uh, whether like everybody else, yeah. you know, the New York Times didn't call uh, the Nebraska Republican uh, headquarters that often. Not very often. Probably not. <laughs> no. York would be much more likely. Yeah, yeah. 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 We get a lot of calls from yeah. New York News Times. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's an absolute true story. That's uh, great. Uh, not the York That's News great. Times, yeah. the New the York New Times. New York Times. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. And totally possible. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's very just believable. One of those it? kind of things that just can happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we've all got that kind of story. Yeah, well, things see, like that. You know, I'm young enough that I learned that Lincoln had the Lincoln Journal and the Lincoln Star. Yeah. I learned that by working this show. Otherwise, I would have just assumed it was that. always a Journal Star. Yeah, we had two separate papers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was news to me. Yeah, yeah. the evening and the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Well, and then I suppose you probably learned, maybe even from that little faux pas that you say excuse me tell me who you are and who you represent (laughs) yeah well and so to this day uh 20 years of doing my public relations gig Uh i tell my clients uh, uh, the first time i meet with my clients and the opportunity to uh to to interact with the news media um i tell them three things when you get a call from a reporter or your your support staff gets a call, whoever is answering the phone, uh, there's three things. The first thing you do is, yes, you make sure you understand who you're talking to, mm-hmm. uh, what their name is, uh, who they represent, what their contact information, that's the first thing you do. Uh, number two, uh, you get an idea of what they want to talk about. Yeah. What's the topic? Yep. Uh, you know, what all are you trying to learn? You know, try to discern from them what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, which is also very important, what, what's their timeline? There you go. You know, is this a story that, the, you know, what's your deadline? Yeah. Uh, and then after you get all three pieces of that information, uh, including the most important for the reporter to do, help them do their job is when their deadline is. Right. Uh, you say, thank you very much. I, I want to respond, and I want to meet your deadline, and I'll get right back to you. There you go. And then you call me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then we figure out what, you know, what the game plan is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I learned that early on in my, <laughs> my public relations career. Is, that's great. You know. And that's, that's called, uh, what do they call that? 
OJT, on-the-job training. That's right. Yeah. It definitely was. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely a true story. Uh, awesome. Not the York News Times, uh, <laughs> the New York Times. Yeah. I, I should get that in, uh, that story and frame it. Uh, yeah. I'd probably have it someplace. That uh, would be fun. But, yep. uh, yeah. But, yeah, through my career, I've been in that paper a couple times. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, legendary newspaper. Even even back then, I I knew enough being oh, yeah. in J school that oh, yeah. uh, a reporter from the York, uh, well, or the York News Times, call, <laughs> I would take their calls too. Sure. Uh, but yeah, when the New York Times calls, and yeah. and, and I didn't, I uh, I didn't uh, take my other advice, and I just mumbled my way through. Yeah. And uh, obviously, uh, didn't well, and to, but you were of the mind that it was the York paper and not the new york yeah. times you know yeah it was amazing it's like man this reporter they had for the york <laughs> news times is really good they're going at it so dan um now correct me if or forgive me if i'm out of line for saying this or asking this but uh you know you talk about your time in journalism school and you just shared the story you want to share with the listeners what you told me was it last week on if you made a mistake in oh, j school yeah. with the one professor yeah because i made a mistake uh uh, with Johnny, uh, we won't say how, but uh, uh, Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire, was on the job and uh, uh, pointed out a mistake I'd made. And so I told, I reminded me, it's you know, in J school, uh, if you're writing a story, um, uh, and whatever the mistake was in that story that you had written and turned into your professor, uh, whether it was a spelling error or a punctuation error, error. No matter what it was, uh, they'd mark it up with a red pen. And let's say you had, let's say you had five errors, which yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Let's say you had three. Let's say you had three. I errors. would probably have ten. Yeah. But well, this is how they. <laughs> this is how you were trained to. That wouldn't last very long. Yeah. Uh, if you had three errors, professor had a stack of papers at his desk at the front of the at the of the uh, of the classroom, and they were. Uh, uh, famous people, uh, their biographies. Mm, yeah. And so you'd take three of those, for one for every mistake you made, and you had to write an obit wow. for that person. Let's say it was Johnny Carson or yeah. whoever. Yep. Uh, people that are, you know, living or dead, it didn't matter, but they're, they're biographies. Right. And so for every mistake you made, you had to write a, a obituary. And it had to be perfect. It had to be perfect. You hand in those three obituaries for however many mistakes you made in those three obituaries. Yeah. Same drill. Yep. Let's say you made <laughs> one error on, uh, on, on each, each of those. Of Take three more. Yep. Same drill. Made wow. me made me so glad that times change a little bit between your time in J school and my time in the journalism college because oh that would have been rough. <laughs> well, but you were in broadcasting. That's true. I yeah, was, and yeah. I was uh, in news ed. And uh, so I do, yeah, you know, yeah. You guys had it easy. I always tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys, you slackers over there. Yeah. Broadcasting. Hey, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, regardless, yeah. but you were learning to write. Oh yeah, that was that yeah. was the key, and he was drilling you. Yeah, he was drilling. And you. so to this day, uh, if I make a mistake uh, like I did with Johnny the other day, uh, I you feel go back it. and write a write an obit. Write an obit. I told Johnny we're gonna have to have a stack of uh, of famous uh, biographies here. Yeah. And uh, every time we make a mistake, I was going to say I I didn't even slap you on the wrist. I was just like, oh, it's okay, Dan. We make mistakes, and but you, I I could 
tell the listeners you really did take that painful. to heart. Like yeah. you felt, I've never seen you feel so bad about really anything in the short time I've known you than I did last week with with that mistake. And I almost felt bad that the mistake was made because I wasn't <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was. But yeah, no, uh, yeah. So facts, and again, I I think that. Uh, come, hopefully shows through of what we're trying to accomplish on this show is uh, is facts. Yeah, you know, let's stick to the facts. Yeah. And uh, it's so easy uh, to get broiled into this partisan debate of you know partisanship over uh, over everything else. And uh, uh, yeah, let's stick to the facts. And we, you know, th- I think that's the biggest cha- one of the biggest challenges we have in our culture now is we don't even agree on what the facts are. Yeah. There, there's a real grain of truth in yeah. that for sure. So anyway, we'll, very good, we great hope, story. Well, Appreciate thanks, Chris. Thanks Thank for, you for sharing. Thanks for listening. You thanks bet. for uh, the, the input. And uh, well, uh, this was fun. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for the uh, Thursday edition. Now go do good things on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three K L I N.